0: Welcome to the Daughters Project podcast. We're so glad you're here. Join us this season as we get to know some of our sisters, as well as women from all walks of life, as they gather around the mics every week. You can find out more about our work at thedaughtersproject.com, and on social media at DaughterSTPaul. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Daughters Project Podcast. My name is Sister Tracy, and I'm coming to you from Chicago. And I'm Sister Benedicta, and I'm here in Boston. And this has been a great experience, hasn't it, Sister Benedicta, to just be able to talk about the gift of femininity and the gift of our womanhood, and all in relation to this wonderful book, A Place to Belong. Um, But Mm -hmm. before we get into what we're going to be chatting about and and all of the good stuff, um, we always like to start out by just talking about things that we've overheard in the convent, I think this season we would definitely be remiss if we didn't talk about one of our beloved sisters, who has uh, she's been around a bit, um, but has such a tremendous way of being. I don't she know, does. a klutz. No, <laughs> yeah, she's that's part well, of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a klutz, but she has Me a too. gift. So. She, yeah, there's a specific charismatic quality to the things that she's encountered, endured, <laughs> <laughs> that's done, sure. or has been done in relation to her.
1: Yeah. And the other thing is she's, she's really been super active throughout her entire religious life. And I think every yes. one of our sisters has probably lived with her. So yes. everybody yes. in the province yeah. knows her really well. And we all yep. just absolutely adore this aspect. We just love her of who she is
0: and what she brings to community. So I know at one point she celebrated a birthday and you were in community with her, right? I was
1: in community with her. And one of the things we did in this particular community was we would make like a special dinner and do some little decoration up in the dining room. And then we would use the intercom that went throughout the entire house and into the book center to just kind of say, okay, your birthday dinner is ready. Everybody come on up, you (laughs) know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought it would be cute. Rather than doing like the standard yeah, all call, like yeah bell, like rather than doing that, she loves Johnny Cash, right? So I thought it would be fun to turn on the intercom and just like hold a speaker playing Johnny Cash into the thing so that the entire house would just be filled with Johnny Cash's voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it was so surreal for her. She was walking through the hallways going, he's everywhere. How are they doing <laughs> this? It's amazing. Yes. And it took her even yeah. longer to get to dinner because she was so amused yeah. by Johnny.
0: Yeah. And this is the thing. You know, I think sometimes as we get older, we get a little, I don't know, nothing surprises us, you know. And yeah. I, I really admire um, the wonder. Yes. She's been around longer than me, but she definitely has that almost like a childlike wonder and a capacity to be surprised and to be amazed. And um, and to like pull that surprise and amazement out into the rest of the
1: world, like the rest of us kind of sit in the wonder with her
0: yeah and she she is very positive and and sees the good. she mm-hmm, she can mm-hmm. she can see the good and she's been through stuff, but you know that that's a quality that i I really admire. Um, speaking of things she's been through, <laughs> one Uh-oh. of the stories she herself tells is uh, back in the day, you know when the sisters were novices and they were getting ready to to make their first vows, mm-hmm. we would do what was called vestition. And that was to be vested in the Mm -hmm. habit, which we still do. Um, But to make the approach for that, um, the sisters had a practice of wearing simple, but a type of wedding dress. And so these dresses were dresses that they got that were not necessarily you were fitted for or anything of that nature. Mm -hmm. If anything, they were, you know, hand-me-downs from previous years. So she was going up in the chapel wearing her wedding dress holding her habit that she was going to be vested in in a line of novices i presume in a line of other sisters and she said her mother was there and you know from the back they're all wearing white dresses with white veils and her mom didn't know which one was her Mm -hmm. and so she says she got to the altar to the kneeler and she said somehow I don't know how it happened, but all of us kind of can imagine.
1: <laughs> that phrase is her, always scary coming out of her. <laughs> I know.
0: Her foot got caught in the hem of the dress. And so when she went to kneel, oh, it just made like a slide. And so she just sort of slid off the kneeler, <laughs> still holding her habit up. And she said her mom, her mom was like in the back of the chapel going, oh, that's my Linda. Linda.
1: There he is. Mama
0: knows. Yep. There's my girl. There's my girl. So (laughs) delightful. Delightful. And the beautiful thing about her is she can laugh at herself. And I think that's um, that's a quality we can all learn from. Sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves. But the beautiful thing about this podcast, I think, has been an ability to appreciate ourselves and the giftedness of our femininity and the gift of being a woman and just being able to witness it in other individuals' lives and being able to hear their stories and see how God works in the midst of an individual's personal experience. And so there's been moments um, throughout the season that I've had like, you know, moments of gratitude, just being in uh, the position to be able to have these conversations. Um, but I was just thinking maybe we could share like one or two moments that, that were really enlightening for us, mm-hmm. you know, because we're kind of like we're here witnessing, in a sense, with our listeners, the power of God's presence and mm-hmm. the ways that he's with his people, especially his daughters. Um, so I don't know, Sister Benedict, if something comes to your mind that that you'd like to share, um, I know for me, one of the things that really struck me was hearing, and this, I think, almost in every story, just how God and his love is so specific and so tailored to our need, to where we are, to, um, to those, those kind of deficits in our hearts and in our lives that it's like, you know, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. There's a place in our hearts that will only be satisfied by the love and presence of God. And I felt like in each guest we had, um, I could see how he entered Mm -hmm. through these little doorways that were very personal and specific to to that person. And just to me, that gives me so much hope because... It's easy to look at other people's stories and feel like, well, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. she's got a grade and I don't or I'm still struggling or I just don't feel it, the love of God in that way. But that God has a way of approaching us and a relentlessness in his love for us mm-hmm. that um, that isn't an individual and it's not. Um, generic. And I don't know, I just that really helps me to, to realize that whatever I'm living, even if I feel like I'm kind of running, there's no place that the Lord can't find me.
1: Yeah, I have a whole reflection about that. (laughs) And I think one Mm -hmm. of the things to, as I'm reflecting over all the conversations that we've had, and um, even the letters in the book that we didn't have a chance to talk about
0: Um, yeah so many so many I know I know I'm just thinking Mm -hmm. about all the
1: different unique ways that God finds us but also the ways in which he like invites us to reflect himself you know to the world Mm. and the ways that each of our lives are kind of a way of God having skin on you know the way that we're Mm -hmm. called to Mm -hmm. be him to each other Mm -hmm. and I think like as you're saying one of the things that I was kind of reflecting with as I was preparing to come here today was I'm not an artist. I'm not um, a mother. I'm not a missionary to a foreign country. I'm not any of these things. And I think it could be easy for a listener to be sitting here saying, "Okay, well, I'm not any of those things. I'm not a religious sister. I don't even know what God's calling me to yet. I don't know what he wants. I don't even know about God, period. (laughs) Right. I don't know if he wants me. I don't know if he exists, um, you know, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. or even like i do know what kind of invitation he's given me but i just am having a hard time accepting it or i run away from it yeah or you know i find myself in these temptations on a regular basis or or whatever and i think every single one of us could use these phrases sometimes uh, myself included and i was praying about that and i just thought about like the story in the book of hosea and how god asked him to take a wife who started off unfaithful Right. Like it wasn't like he went and found this this young woman who was like desiring to enter into a relationship with him and then kind of became unfaithful. But she was a prostitute Mm -hmm. from the Mm -hmm. beginning. And that's Mm -hmm. who God called into relationship with him. And then it wasn't a surprise when she wandered off. And it wasn't just that, you know, like God's message through Hosea wasn't just that he takes us back when we come crawling back on our hands and knees and begging him to. Right. But it was that he chases us out into the wilderness Mm -hmm. and Mm. he finds us and he cleans us up and Mm -hmm. he invites us and he draws us back to himself and he brings Mm -hmm. us back with himself on his arm. That seeking and that finding and that just incredibly uniquely different relationship that each woman has with her Lord, with her family, with all the things that she's called to do. Yeah, I just think that's really beautiful. I was praying a lot with that passage that says that we are God's handiwork and we were created for a good work. He created us for something that he already had planned in advance and um, that word handiwork is the same working word in Greek that we get the word poetry from. Like it's his, wow, his artistry, his beauty, his um, mm, mm. something he delights in, not just like, it's not a tool, you know? Like there's a difference mm-hmm. between a poem mm-hmm. and a tool. <laughs> mm-hmm. They both maybe do something mm-hmm. for the artist, mm-hmm. but it's pretty different. And yeah. just thinking about how, how unique that is and how kind of cool that mm-hmm. is.
0: You're actually making me think about the idea of Jesus, you know, being sent. Like mm-hmm. he had a mission mm-hmm. and the mission came out of his identity, who he was. And I felt like in all of our conversations, we were seeing different ways that God has sent each of us out, but also... He is on a mission to us. Like, yeah, he's not relenting in, like, returning to us and, and also in our living and struggling returning to him. So it's this constant, it's not just a one-direction thing, you right. know. Um, it's this mutual, like, give and take and coming and going. And I feel like that is so alive. I know when something's not right, when I feel like isolated or bound or stuck, I might not know what it is, but I know something ain't right, man. Yes. (laughs) I need to like, either I need to make a move toward Jesus Mm -hmm. or I have to allow him to make a move toward me because it's easy to sort of get, if you will, like bound up in a, that stuckness and yeah. a living thing is always moving and always yeah. changing and sometimes it's God to pull us out of it. Yeah and sometimes that move is really just to like
1: lift our head and realize he's sitting right there you know? Yeah. Or like by virtue of our baptism he's living in us all the time whether we
0: mm-hmm.
1: are receiving tons of consolations in prayer we haven't heard from him for months or years like he's there and so sometimes yeah. the movement yeah. is just to decide to accept that is true.
0: Yeah. The beautiful thing is we were able to talk to single women, talk to married women, talk to women Mm -hmm. who are creators and just see from their life experience what those particular gifts, you know, of nurture and creating and protection and leadership and receiving, what those values and virtues look like Mm -hmm. in their life. And I think, especially right now in the culture, there's this almost like this struggle, like, what does it mean to be a free woman? And we're seeing in the culture, like, depictions of what ideas of what it means to be free. And I think what we heard is this, we struggle to understand, what does it mean for me right now (laughs) to be Mm -hmm. a woman who is living the truth? and the truth of my identity. And I think that, that um, that's a journey we're each making. And some of the, the voices in the culture are actually telling us lies. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just got to yeah. name it for what it is and realize that there's a source of the truth of our identity, and it comes from our Creator. It comes from God. And in God, if we can find that source, you know, then we can almost like rest yeah. in the truth of who we are and live from a place of peace versus contention or I've got to fight, fight, fight. And yes, granted, some some battles are worthy to be fought, mm-hmm. um, but to mm-hmm. fight with the right
1: weapons. Yeah. And that idea of intercession, of like being there, like once once we kind of are able to find ourselves in relationship with God in that way, Mm-hmm. Being able to intercede for others by kind of standing in that breach together Mm-mm-mm. for this, mm. you you were sharing with me, Sister Tracy, a really beautiful image of mm. um, especially our role as religious before we were, yeah, yeah. before we started recording. Would you want to share that? Sure.
0: Um, yeah, I was uh, looking back on some some notes that I had um, when I was doing a course on theology of the body. And this is one of those things where I don't know if it was me or if it was something I read or something I heard. <laughs> Normally, I try to give credit where credit is due. But whatever it is, if you're out there it's and you, true. Whatever you coined is, this true. phrase, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, but it was that as religious, we, are, we stand as sentinels. And sentinels are those that kind of keep watch, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're on, the, on the border or right before the, the wall. But the idea is that we're sentinels standing at the borders of your freedom, the freedom of other people, with the lamp of the love of God. So that that the love of God is what enlightens us. And in that place, we are pointing the way and saying, follow Jesus. So the, the phrase was, um, we're sentinels standing at the borders of your, freedom, your free choices with a lamp saying, follow Jesus. And, you know, when you think about it, that idea of, of giving of our lives so that others can come to know Jesus and the fact that he is pursuing each of us and it rests like the place of what's happening if you will is, uh, the place of activity is our freedom like we always have a choice. we always have choices to make mm-hmm. and sometimes we need light to show us the way and the truth about our our humanity um, is revealed in Jesus so like even though it didn't look good, him hanging on a cross did not look good as the way of humanity, right? Nobody mm-hmm. wants to suffer. None of us. Mm-hmm. But somehow Jesus reveals to us that the truest way to human fulfillment is the the way of self-gift, and the way of service, and the way of love. And love vis a vis. Uh, the ways of our world, sometimes is crucified. Mm-hmm. And that's not a fun idea. No, but it's But what we see right now, um, but what we see in Jesus is, hang on, hold on to the truth of the Father. So it's like, in a sense, he's the one holding the lamp saying, you think you know what the Father is? Let me show you. Here's yeah. some light. Yeah. You're reminding
1: me of the uh, passage, I think it's in Isaiah. It's part of the four week Psalter for the Liturgy of the Hours. And uh-huh. so, so it comes around every once in a while where it just says, yeah. when you would turn to the left or to the right, there's a voice behind you saying, this, this is, is the, the way, way, walk, walk in it. it. And of course, when, when the sisters watched the Mandalorian and they said, this is the way, there were like three of us that were like, walk in it. <laughs> <You> know, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know the rest of that line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like that, that, that idea that like when we would turn to the left or to the right, when we would start to veer off path, that, Mm -hmm. that God's voice would be there. And sometimes it's God's voice, you know, speaking to us himself. And sometimes it's God's voice through the presence of someone else who's there, who knows the way, who's, Mm -hmm. who's been down that path, who's saying, "No, this is the way.
0: Yeah. And that idea that you were talking about earlier, that the father always, in a sense, comes after us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. easy sometimes when we've look back on something or we're in something and we're like I'm making a bad choice right now. You know like <laughs> I know I'm doing something I probably shouldn't be doing or but whatever. I'm still doing it. <laughs> and, but I'm doing it anyway. Go yeah. so there. Yeah, go. Um yeah, and the Lord is still giving his rain and his sun and his goodness to us like in yeah. a sense he's returning to us because we're still alive and we're still on this earth and we're still like given the opportunity to say okay but today i did that mm-hmm. yesterday and i pour out my my repentance cuz that's all the lord wants right is like he doesn't want us to necessarily sacrifice Fat, fatted calves and bullocks. (laughs) No. In fact, (laughs) he's he's, (laughs) too satisfied. He's He's like, enough of that. Yeah. (laughs) I want your heart. I want your
1: heart. Yeah.
0: Your heart. And so, can I surrender my heart, or as they say, like plunge myself into the mercy of God and begin again? Start again. And he doesn't take our heart and like take it, but he takes Mm. it and he strengthens
1: it and he beautifies Mm -hmm. it. And he makes it more and more into his own handiwork. Yeah. So I guess that's my hope. like That's my prayer, actually, for for all of the people who have been listening to this series is Mm -hmm. just, and those who will pick up the book, just that, like, they would find an invitation and, like, a unique, tailored specifically for them invitation to just let the Lord do what he needs to do with their heart, you know, so that Mm. by becoming more and more truly his own handiwork, by letting him continue to do his work in them, that they would find that thing that that good work that he's destined for them from all eternity that mm. would be mm. the thing that both brings them joy that allows the father to just like really just smile his his big beaming smile upon them and yeah. and to and to bring life to the people around them i think that that's yeah that's my prayer, and I think that's the invitation of of a book like this.
0: Yeah, like seeing the father sing over you at like a, at oh, a father at a wedding, yeah, you know, like just like yeah. belting out some song in the wrong tune, you know, in the wrong key, <laughs> <laughs> but just so happy, just so mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that kind of discovery he wants each of us to make. Like he wants me to come to my own experience of him being good of him being kind of him only being love mm-hmm. and all of the other things fall away what remains in the end everything will pass yeah one thing will remain and that's love and the love it remains because it's of god it's god <laughs> so if we can find ourselves like in that then it puts things in right perspective. And it's sort of like, you know, orders things. And that's where we get the term like being in right relationship. It's like it's not about this external kind of thing that we're trying to achieve outside of ourselves. But it's allowing ourselves to be sort of reorganized by the Mm -hmm. truth. And and like you were saying, a lot of it is God's work. I say like 98%. (laughs) (laughs) yeah right but we have to say yes Mm -hmm. do it you know Mm i i put myself under your mission your fatherhood your love for me um trusting that you know father maybe maybe in this situation not my will but yours be done because i know you are good yeah i'm excited about this book man I am too. The release date is March the 25th. That's right. Feast of the Annunciation. Uh-huh. A good day a to good celebrate day. the gift of our femininity in Mary. Um, you can order it today from Paulinestore.com. And, um, and be sure that you share the opportunity with others because um, this really is a gift that also, you know, maybe a Mother's Day gift to you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. kinds of people that might benefit from, from all the real vulnerability that's present in these letters of these beautiful, beautiful women. Well, that,
1: that's season two of our podcast, sister.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. It has been a lot
1: of fun. So I hear, just for the good of the the people listening who are going to be wondering, mm-hmm. um, that mm. the third podcast will be coming out by August. Okay. Season three. Yay. Um, and in the meantime, there's going to be a lot of updates on the Patreon page. So if anybody yeah. wants to really stay in contact with us, get some extra content, ask some questions ahead of time, because that is one of the perks of yeah. on the Patreons. people can come in and ask us questions. And then there's like a little mm-hmm. special episode that gets released, um, all yep. that kind of stuff. So uh, and then you can also follow us on social media, and all of that'll be linked in the description too.
0: Yay! And I mean, you never know; we might have a little extra, extra. Maybe another podcast. I, maybe I, I. I mean, I wouldn't just be one episode, to... one like a little, a little bonus episode, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that would be fun. I know. I think we could do it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's a lot of really cool people we could still. Uh... I know there's so many in the books that. Oh, I was like, oh, how long? I-, I hope we have like a million episodes. <laughs> I know, I don't. know. There's like 25 <laughs> chapters. And I'm like, can I we know. get 25 episodes? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we will definitely be praying um, for for the Lord to keep growing in us uh, all of these virtues um, that we've talked about, and and also that He might teach us how to let them all bear fruit. And also mm-hmm. to see how he himself is the source of that goodness, and mm-hmm. that we would just fall in love with him. It's all about love, man. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. and it's all going to be a surprise too. Like I'm just, I know. I'm, just,
1: I'm excited to hear about all the different surprises that come out of this kind of stuff. So
0: yes, yes, yeah. yes but know that we keep you we keep your families we keep your your needs in our prayers we have you know as your sisters who stand with the lamp of burning is that's our prayer right that's that's mm-hmm. our experience of God's love for us and so mm-hmm. we dedicate uh a, ourselves to daily prayer and so we keep all of you in that in that prayer in that nucleus of love amen all right so do we have a a prayer to close up with sister Yes, I have a prayer that was um, written by our founder, and it's a prayer of entrustment. So where we give to Mary, in a sense, into her maternal love, ourselves and all that we are, and ask that she would recommend us in love to her son. So we pray. Receive me, O Mary, Mother, Teacher, and Queen, among those whom you love, Nourish, sanctify, and guide in the school of Jesus Christ, the Divine Master. Enlighten my mind, fortify my will, sanctify my heart during this year of my spiritual work, so that I may profit from this great mercy and may say at the end, I live now, not I, but Christ lives in me. Amen. Well, Sister Benedicta, until we meet again. Until we meet again. I'm sure, I think we have a meeting later today.
1: Oh, we are? Okay.
0: So there, we're going to be meeting again
1: soon. I'll see you again soon. Okay. But for all of our listeners, we can't wait to see you again in August. You'll meet a few new hosts and some other things going on. And um, if you didn't listen to season one, it's hilarious. So you should listen to season one. Yes. And maybe that'll tide you over until the other one comes out. Sounds Good. All All right. right. God God bless bless you.
0: Thank you so much for listening. This podcast is a fruit of The Daughters Project. This initiative of the Daughters of St. Paul to spread the gospel online is made possible by our generous Patreon supporters. Consider joining us in our mission by contributing to Patreon today. You can find us at thedaughtersproject.com and on social media at daughter ST Paul. God bless you.